Support for this episode comes from Lalamand Brewing. Lalamand Brewing is a division of Lalamand Inc., a global producer of yeast and bacteria that aims to help breweries achieve their growth and quality goals by offering products, services, and education. Lalamand Brewing's premium brewing yeasts and bacteria deliver unmatched consistency, reliability, and purity, allowing brewers to take full control of the brewing process. At the forefront of innovation and always looking to expand on the motto, we brew with you, Lalamand Brewing recently launched Laubrew Verdant IPA in collaboration with Verdant Brewing Co. UK. Laubrew Verdant IPA is a unique strain of brewing yeast suitable for a broad range of beer styles, notably modern IPAs. To find out more about Lalamand Brewing and follow their news and product launches, connect with them on social media or visit www.lalamandbrewing.com. It almost doesn't need saying, but breweries, like many businesses in the wider world of hospitality, have had much to contend with in recent months and years. As we continue to adjust post-pandemic to what the new normal is, if there is such a thing, there are also other pressures to contend with. A cost of living crisis, rising energy costs and staff shortages are all major hurdles to producing and selling your beer. And last week, HMRC published its guidance to the upcoming changes to alcohol duty. Effective from the 1st of August, HMRC outlined the rates of duty and also the new reliefs for draft products and small producers. But how might these affect you? Thankfully, Andy Parker, the founder of Berkshire's Elusive Brewing, is on hand to explain. Recorded live yesterday at our Brewers Lectures at Wiper and True in Bristol, Andy spoke on the background to these measures and he also shared some examples on how these revised rates could impact your brewery. And thanks to Andy, his presentation is also available to view and download right here too. Uh, thanks, Tim. Thanks for inviting me along um, and for giving me the graveyard shift, shift to talk about beer duty, um, which, of course, everyone's really excited about at the moment. Um, thanks also to Wiper and True for hosting, and I'm drinking the alcohol-free lager, which is absolutely banging, so grab a can or a pint if you've not tried it yet. Um, yeah, uh, beer duty. Uh, I wanted to talk about the beer duty changes because... Um, it's all come about really late, and HMRC, I don't know if anyone's been at their brewery today, but the letter finally landed this morning uh, from HMRC saying, hey, changes are coming. So if you hadn't been kind of keeping an eye on the trade press or other kind of outlets like CBA, you might not have even known that this reform was happening. And um, it's, uh, it is quite a fundamental reform and will affect uh, breweries in this room both negatively and positively, depending on your size and, and the kind of beers that you make. Um, Talk about the background to the changes. So going way back uh, to 2002, uh, when Gordon Brown was chancellor, um, he introduced the Small Brewers Duty Relief. Um, and most people will kind of acknowledge that that's what kind of started the boom in, or the renaissance, we might even say, in UK brewing, in that uh, small breweries could, uh, could obtain 50% discount on their beer duty, um, which allowed them to compete um, on price with their bigger counterparts. And, um, that's what kind of drove the, uh, that kind of booming craft brewing that we saw, particularly as we got towards the, the late 
noughties and into the 2010s, um, things really took off. Um, but there were some downsides to this, and uh, the scheme uh, wasn't ever perfect because uh, what happened was you were allowed up to 5,000 hectoliters per year. Uh, you would achieve a 50% discount, and after that, it got pretty ugly quite quickly. And I know there's a few breweries in the room that have grown beyond that size, um, and that's that kind of um, migration beyond 5,000 hectoliters um, was quite painful, and you had to really get up to 10, 15,000 hect before the economies, economies of scale really caught up. Um, and that caused some consternation, and there were a lot of breweries that were bigger than that, um, that saw that other breweries were sticking at around 4,999 hect, uh, were achieving good economies of scale and paying half the duty. And those that were bigger, some of whom had benefited from that, and you could argue putting up the drawbridge to an extent, I won't get too political, but um, didn't think that was fair and decided that they should try and affect some change. And, and you can see their point of view. Um, so um, there was a group called the Small Brewers Duty Reform Coalition that was founded about five years ago. Um, the membership uh, was initially announced but became a little bit secret after that because it created a lot of headbanging, let's say. Um, and they lobbied government to try and revisit the policy, saying the policy has created a nice problem in that we've got all these lovely breweries here and what we want is a more level playing field against which we can compete with these smaller breweries. Um, some irony there. Um, what happened was, after a while, uh, HMRC undertook a technical consultation. Uh, I've links to it here. Uh, it's actually quite a, it's quite a dry, but it's quite an interesting read. Uh, and it models all kinds of different scenarios depending on your size and the duty you pay and how competitive you are versus your economies of scale and so on. So it's, it's actually is quite a good read and uh, take a look at it if you're interested. Um, what it provided was a, an open discussion uh, within to which the SBDRC and CBA, uh, who had different views, um, could contribute. Um, and they went away, HMRC, and they did a, um, spoke to a lot of people and came up with a new policy. And that new policy comes to, into effect on August the 1st, in about three weeks' time. Uh, who, who feels they're fully ready for the new beer duty changes? <laughs> yeah, uh, not many people in the room. Uh, yeah, they didn't really help us with the communication on this. Well, their conclusions were that, yes, it was unfair um, and that they needed to look at SBR uh, and try and reduce that cliff edge as it was above 5,000 heck. And I've got the, the graph we can look at in a minute. Um, and they felt that it created a growth trap. So um, to extend beyond 5,000 heck was quite challenging and difficult, and you had to really push to more than double before you recovered uh, the extra duty that you were paying. Um, and yeah, they went, went away and they created some new policies. And we'll quickly talk about the, the new policies um, and what they are. Now, these next couple of slides are just cut and paste from HMRC. They're not my, my opinion. Um, but here, here's what they announced in the spring budget this year, uh, that from the 1st of August, they would uh, increase duty uh, in line with RPI, but they would apply discount for draft beer duty, which is nice. Um, and this would all come into effect on the 1st of August. Secondly, they wanted to uh, get away from the fact we had separate beer duty for beer versus wine versus spirits versus cider. Um, so they've now, everything's got the same duty thresholds uh, and in effect, whatever you produce uh, counts towards your hectoliters of pure alcohol, which we'll come on to in a minute. Um, so in, their, in the minds of HMRC, they're trying to level the playing field, make things a bit fairer, no matter what you produce, 
uh, and remove that barrier to growth that, that was there to extend beyond 5,000 hec. Uh, and yeah, uh, I'm not going to read that out, but um, that was the, uh, the objective of their policy, as, as I've just kind of outlined. Um, it talks there about the draft duty relief, uh, which they increased after they announced um, the, the policy. And basically, draft duty relief says that if you're supplying a keg of beer to a pub, you'll pay less duty on that keg uh, than if you were supplying that same 30 litres packaged into cans and selling it at retail or to, to a bottle shop. So that discount is 9.2% of the duty. So in, in the minds of HMRC, it's encouraging uh, growth in pubs and getting people back to pubs. Um, as you'll see in a minute, in reality, uh, it's going to depend on the size of your brewery as to how much that actually impacts uh, the discount that, you, that you'll be able to pass on uh, to pubs. Um, we'll come to that. Um, the other thing they've done, yeah, it's, it's kind of takes about the level, level playing field with wine. Um, and here are the revised rates. Um, there's one other really important change. Um, there used to be, uh, well, up until the end of this month, there's a, a rate below 2.8% where you pay less duty. Uh, that threshold has been extended to 3.5. So I think what you'll see is, um, and by the way, yeah, uh, it used to be that it's, um, the small brewer's allowance wouldn't apply to that and now does, or vice versa, in that big breweries now also get this same low rate. Uh, so you'll expect to see your Green King IPA, for example, back we're going out of 3.4 for sure, because they'll save 10 quid a cask on duty, uh, which doesn't help us at all, uh, the smaller breweries in the room, because they, they're not going to, well, they'll probably use that to be super competitive, I'd imagine. Um, so there are some downsides for us as smaller brewers. Um, and the other thing is the high strength beer duty uh, used to come into effect above 7.4, and they've increased that to 8.5, but by God, they've increased it. Uh, it used to be you'd pay, as a small brewer, I would pay £9.54 per, he per hectolitre percent, uh, and if I produced something above 7.4, I'd pay an additional £5.20, um, but I was getting the relief on the, uh, on the small brewer's bit, not on the on high strength bit. Um, now you don't get relief on any of it, no matter your size, uh, it's the same rate. So um, we'll talk about the impact of that in a second. Um, these are HMRC's figures. This is what they see as the impact um, to consumers. Um, I don't agree with these entirely, but that's, and I can't really see how they come up with a lot of them because it talks about, uh, well, it assumes for one thing that duty uh, doesn't have a margin put on it over the bar, which 100% does because we supply beer at a rate and a bars typically add a GP to that and that's what you charge. So inflation is inflation plus GP uh, or the, the duty uh, will be added to it from August the 1st. There'll be an inflation increase and then there'll be a 60% GP on top of that. Uh, so these prices, these things that HMRC have quoted are not, uh, are not true. Um, this was the former duty curve. Um, and yeah, people called it a cliff edge. If you turn it upside down, it kind of is. Above 5,000 heck, um, it went up really quickly. And at about... 12 and a half, I've got one example of a 12,000 heck. Um, you basically were paying 80% of the full rate, uh, which is brutal. And in fact, going from 5,000 to 6,000, you immediately paid another 20% duty, uh, which kicked in very quickly. These are the new rates. Um, this is not the most friendly way to pre present them, I'm afraid. Um, but if you can imagine a graph, which I could have included but didn't, sorry, uh, but basically, um, so the, the the curve starts smooth, it starts halfway across this first bit, but it's a lot more difficult. In reality, it's kind of stepped. 
but the aim was to try and reduce that gap in terms of smooth and um, So on the, on the table here, you can see that the first threshold is 112.5 litres of pure alcohol. Now, um, if you imagine a five, if you produce 5% beers on average, multiply that by 20. So where the first increase used to kick in at 5,000 hec, it's now about 2,500 hec, so it's been halved. So from that point on, your duty will start to increase. And there'll be breweries in the room that are three, 4,000 hec, you're going to pay more duty from the 1st of August. The good news is um, it's not like a mega, mega increase. The first threshold is a 5% increase, um, and it goes on from there. So um, swings and roundabouts. An example of a brewery I'm pre pretty familiar with. Um, so we, we, are, we were 1,000 hec last year, give or take. Um, and yeah, we produced around 50 hectolitres of pure alcohol. So our average was 5% ABV. Um, and if you plug it into, our, into the calculator, which you can get online, uh, we are getting a new rate of £9.67, uh, which used to be uh, £9.54, um, and a draft rate of £8.78. So for a 30 litre keg at 5%, we were paying uh, 14.31, that goes up to 14.51, but if we sell it to a pub, it's 13 pounds 17. So it's about a pound difference, um, and will we pass that on? No, uh, because there's no point passing that on and repricing everything, so we just won't pass that on. I'll give you another example in a second, um, where it could be passed on and it could be used to compete against us, a brewery more than twice our size. Um, the next thing that's really interesting is the high strength. And look at that figure there. For a nine gallon cask of 10% ABV, because we all do those, right? Um, I've got a couple in the cold room, actually. I need to shift those. Um, it's gone up. Look at that increase. 112 pounds duty versus 60. Uh, that's a game changer. And in fact, if you bring that down to a single can of 440 ml 10% beer, uh, it's a 67 pence increase. And again, remember, that retail margin gets added to that. So there's going to be a 120, 150 in your local bottle shop increase in pure duty. Um, that's a game changer. And I think we'll see a real um, impact on uh, breweries producing beers of that strength because, yeah, it's going to be really hard to, to make money on them. Um, you know, you'll have to compromise on your margin for sure or have a real compelling um, product, which means people are prepared to pay for it. There could be a market there, particularly we're quite a long way below that first threshold. Well, not, not a long way, but we are a way beyond it. We've got a bit of leeway, but because your duty is based on hectolitres of pure alcohol, if our average ABV was 10%, we get half the allowance that we got before, right? Because we'll burn through that, that pure alcohol quicker. So that's another consideration. So that 2,500 hec that was 5,000 is now 1,250 hec. So that's really, um, yeah, making strong beers is going to be a real challenge. If we look at a brewery um, that's 12,000 hectares, I was talking to someone the other night um, who was actually uh, part of the SBDRC. Um, I'm not going to name names, but uh, um, they were uh, on the escalator, obviously, uh, and they were paying 80% of the main rate, um, which smarts. Um, under the new scheme, their discounting rate is 14.44 or 13.11 for draft. And I'll give you an example there. So on a 13-litre keg, 30 litre keg of 5%, um, they were paying £30.14, they're now paying 28.52. If they supply it to a pub, 25.89, so almost a fiver discount. Um, and that's up to them whether they pass that on or use it to compete against smaller guys. In their mind, that's kind of um, leveled the playing field in terms of economies of scale. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. Um, but I think we'll see some interesting pricing changes from the 1st of August from some of the bigger players. Um, 
and I don't know how that will play out. Um, that assumes an average ABA of 4% and 90% supply to pubs, which I think is about right for that pub, for, the, for that brewery. They're going to save £95,000 a year on duty. Well done, them. Um, that's beer duty. I think it's going to be really interesting. Do, uh, if you're not familiar with the policy changes, you've got three weeks, get your head around it, uh, and really think about how to apply that to your production and sales strategy. Thank you. The Brewers Journal podcast is a production of Reby Media, produced and hosted by Tim Sheehan, sound engineering by Ross McPherson, series supervision by John Young. The executive producer is Rory Harris, and special thanks to Andy Parker of Elusive Brewing.